Similarly, we are indebted to the general public for politics and sociology, and we are also indebted to the lower animals such as horses, cows, asses, dogs, and cats. In this way, as soon as one is born in this material world as a human being, he has so many obligations and is bound to repay all these obligations. If he does not repay them, he is further entangled in the process of birth and death. The Grihamedi, however, who is overly addicted to material things, does not know that if he simply takes shelter at the lotus feet of Mukunda, he is immediately free from all obligations to others. Unfortunately, a Grihamedi does not have any interest in Krishna consciousness. Prahlad Maharaj says, a Grihaprata is same as a Grihameti. One who takes sex life to be supreme finds action in Krishna consciousness confusing. Either due to his own personal consideration or due to his having taken instructions from others, or conferring with them, he becomes addicted to sexual indulgence and cannot act in Krishna consciousness. is giving a nice 
package wrapper, which looks very glorious and attractive. And if we analyze carefully at the verse, one side she seems to be praising Puranjana, just like um, sometimes the atheists criticize devotees and followers of uh, God in a direct way and then in a subtle way by glorifying themselves and then uh, putting them down. Here, um, this woman is trying to bring out the best, uh, I mean the good aspects of householder life. And if she had stopped there, that would have been good, but she goes on to criticize how those who are interested in self-realization, um, they, or she says, first she says, they are missing out. Yeah, she calls those who are missing out to be foolish persons, are like animals. So she is addressing those people who are interested in self-realization, who don't want to enjoy their senses, first as foolish and second as animals. After having put them down, now she is again bringing up the glories of householder life, which is what is brought up yesterday, which was brought up yesterday. The householder's life brings all kinds of happiness in religion, economic development, sense gratification, and the beginning of children, sons, and grandsons. So, she is basically presenting side by side the advantages of Grihastasana and not, sorry, I'll correct myself, Grihameli lifestyle versus a person who wants to take the path of self-realization. If you would have seen product brochures where they say these are the aspects and we are fulfilling all the tick, tick, tick and the other products cross, cross, bland and they don't have all this. So she is putting up, you can imagine a tablet column, and then Grameli uh, lifestyle, okay, I can get Dharma, uh, Artha, Kama, Tik, whereas others are not going to enjoy that. Then uh, I can perform sacrifices, elevate myself to the higher planetary systems, and then the material happiness is going to be available for me, right now and then in the future also. Whereas those who are self-realized, keen, there's nothing there. They are not, they don't know how to enjoy in this life with whatever they have got and they are not going to enjoy in the next life also. She goes on to say, they cannot even imagine such happiness. She must have done some degrees in marketing. <laughs> she is able to contrast 
And today's verse, she's quoting authorities. According to authorities, the household life is pleasing not only to oneself, but you can put, uh, you can satisfy the forefathers, you can satisfy demigods, you can satisfy graces. Again, there's more columns getting inserted in this tablet column. <coughs> and everyone else, a household life is thus beneficial. Then, then the next verse she again starts to glorify him. So first we flatter the person, present the uh, advantages of the process that you are trying to allure him to follow. Then bash those who are not following the same recommended process and bring out the uh, advantages of it. And finally this verse, Shastras are also being quoted. So, seems like a nice story, why he meets a girl, boy proposes, initially the girl is shy, but then now she has given up her shyness and now she is openly willing to uh, have a happy married life and they, as I said, they live happily ever after. So, 100 years is guaranteed, this is what I'm going to give, but Unfortunately, the movie doesn't end there. Bhagavatam goes into the making of the movie, behind the scenes, what happens? How is the body covered up with so many layers? What is it actually worth? And this is going to get unfolded as we uh, see this uh, pastime. How Kuranjana pastime is brought out. This pastime uh, alone is to be taken in an allegory form in the whole Bhagavatam. The um, actual life of the world is described. That should not be taken as allegory, but only this section. Now, the key point that is brought out in this is the obligation of the living entities. So her point of argument is, if you take a prasasham, you can fulfill your debts to demigods who provide us with various facilities. You don't pay bills for using sunlight, do you? The sun god sends a bill, okay, in comes to your inbox, you have consumed so and so so much amount of sunlight today, so your bill is due in a month's time, so you need to pay so and so amount. So many calories. Yeah, so many? Calories. Calories. Calories, okay. So we don't get such things, so we assume it's there and we start using it, but nothing is free in this material world. And it is so dark that it has to be lit with sun and moon. Krishna describes that I am the um, sun and the moon, they are like my eyes. So, Lord is giving us those facilities through the demigods and we have an obligation for them. And that we receive through the mercy of the demigods. So, I got a 
package which is packed up and uh, made in India with some defective, as you can see I have got, I can't see beyond certain. So I got some defects. So this is how my package was made and it is aging. I can see myself uh, while hair. It's a notice by Yamaraj, it's all coming. <laughs> this is how I got my package. And because I got this flesh and the skin and the bones, that was given by my parents. Mm. So, you will have some similarity facially with respect to your parents or you could be, you could be more looking like your father or mother. So that's why this package is made in a particular place and somebody is giving it to us and therefore we are indebted to our parents or forefathers because we inherit a lot of wealth from them. Along with the wealth comes the karma, also conditions of life. <laughs> Fine point. Yes, I am inheriting wealth from my father, grandfather. Along with that, so one aspect of karma that you got is this this whole dress of a, a prisoner in a cell. So that's what this body represents. So we got it from our parents, forefathers. So they have given us bodies, they have given us paternal property, which comes in terms of money and then comes in terms of karma also. Because you did not make the choice or because I did not make a choice, okay, I'll go to Google Maps, I'll search India, Tamil Nadu, this particular place, I did not do all that. Karma na we are forced to take birth, um, then whatever uh, place that I got into, that was already there and a lot of effort uh, goes through in delivering a baby. So the protection, nourishment, now that, so we are indebted, the, the house, personally I can say the house I lived in was given by my grandfather to my father when I went through the um, house papers when I had to apply for a loan then I understood okay this is coming from my forefathers that they got it from some other person so those documents if you look at it down will be dating um, 1900 then it got down to this person got down to this person um, so your grandfather, great grandfather's name, who you not haven't seen, but you are enjoying. You are sitting in the house which is given by them. And interestingly, Prabhupada mentions that we also inherit the intelligence forefathers who give us bodies, paternal property, intelligence. We see some amount of intelligence gets passed on to us, some kind of proclivity that we have. Um, if you're born in a family where there are a lot of uh, professions like doctors, 
it kind of naturally comes into you. I have a friend of a classmate of mine, schoolmate. Um, his father was a great doctor, and his uh, he had three brothers and a sister, and uh, they were all from the young age. They were trained in the science and um, all those skills because his father wanted them to make them another set of doctors. So they were groomed in that way. Except for one brother who took up engineering, the rest of them, as for the grooming, they took up the profession of doctors. So, some amount of intelligence also gets uh, transferred to us. We should be grateful for them, for that, towards our parents. Similarly, we are indebted to the general public for politics and sociology and also to lower animals and the list goes on and on. Now, how are we to repay the debt to each one of them? You can try that process or the intelligent way is to pour the water at the root and then the water gets distributed to the branches. And that's what by taking shelter of Mukunda, Deva, Rishi, Bhuta, Apta, Nirna, Pitrana, Na, Kinkaro, Naya, Rinicha, Rajan, Sarvatmanaya, Saranam, Saranyam, Gato, Mukunda, Parivitya, Kartum. So that's the verse of our from the 11th canto, 5th chapter 41. So he's quoting that. And here comes the, here where the bubble is broken, Prabhupada is giving the actual knowledge, not the allurement which the uh, lusty intelligence or the polluted intelligence is presenting that a person who has not controlled his senses may think that he can repay the rest, but um, simply by taking shelter of the Lord's feet of Mukunda, he is immediately freed from all the obligations to others, the list, Deva, Rishi, demigods, Rishis. The Rishis have given us the scriptures. So in that verse, the Lamb Canto was the Rishis have given us the scriptures we are reading, like Garga Samhita, Manu Samhita, Deva, Rishi, yeah, ordinary men, like we take service from so many People like say now uh, we take public transport. Somebody is driving us. Uh, we need uh, items to be transported. Somebody is transporting us for us. So by surrendering to Krishna, Mukunda, who is the giver of liberation, Mukti da Mukunda, one who gives Mukti or liberation. So if we surrender unto Him and serve Him by taking shelter of the born of a spiritual master, getting connected to the born of a parapara, then we don't have to repay the debts separately. So this is the actual knowledge. And here we are able to tick all the boxes by the knowledge of, given by Srila Prabhupada. But 
as per the mindset of this lusty intelligence, one may not be willing to listen to such uh, divine teachings coming from saintly people because the polluted intelligence calls those self-realized people to be fools and animals. So if I have an uh, attitude of aversion towards saintly persons, I can't listen to them, I won't listen to them. Because I am busy making my own plan, because I can't control my senses, and then the world around me presents a lot of allurements, and I start making plans. So that's what is described in the uh, seventh canto verse. So that intelligence is described in the Bhagavad Gita, 18th chapter. And if you analyze the characteristics, it exactly matches. 
intelligence, the lady saying you are a great hero, you are a gentleman, she is praising. So a common man is raised up to the level of a great soul and great soul is considered as a common man. The purple continues. They think truth to be untruth and accept untruth as truth. In the 30th chapter, um, Nature Enjoys the Consciousness, uh, one of the purpose probably explains the senses are the actual creators of the body. They want to enjoy and they are actually creating. Um, and any one of the uh, senses on which the mind focuses on can take you away from the correct path. So the way the allurement is presented is that whatever is untruth is presented as if it's going to be true and everlasting. And whatever little inclination that you have towards reading scriptures or associating with devotees, that is condemned. Like they are fools, animals, don't associate with them. Here we are, I have me, my friends, my whole entourage, come and enjoy. Going back to the purpose, in all activities they simply take the wrong path. Therefore their intelligence is in the mode of ignorance. Just to summarize, they accept religion to be irreligion, First, common man to be extraordinary man, and extraordinary spiritually elevated people to be a common man, truth to be untruth, untruth to be truth. So the body is untruth, soul is the truth. It exists forever, full of knowledge and bliss. Whereas Achit, uh, Nirananda, that's what you get. of ignorance. So that is projected as truth. So this is how we see that inherently um, there is no knowledge. You are already lacking in knowledge. And you are not, secondly, you are not willing to listen to those people who are willing to give you advice. That's why I, there is a saying in, the, in my mother tongue that Either you should be self-realized and have knowledge, which is your own uh, buddhi that you already have. If you don't, at least you should be willing to listen and get the intelligence and knowledge from others. If you don't, you don't have either. You don't, you don't have your own intelligence and you're not even willing to listen. Then there is no hope of deliverance. Now taking the case of a person who is averse to such listening and he doesn't have knowledge and he is going the direction of ignorance, still because they are attached to some worship or some kind of um, piety as mentioned in this that you can observe in Realize that even those who are running after material achievements, 
when they have major events in their life, like their birthday or their marriage anniversary or they got a job, just for um, for the sake of formality, they may visit a temple and then just want to um, just for formality's sake go and then take some blessings. So I met one such person who was here and um, it was on um, Vijay Dasani during the yeah, during that day and uh, Kirtan was going on, Prabhupada's tape was on, Kirtan was going on and she was listening to it and uh, fortunately somebody had given a beat to her and she was uh, chanting, trying to chant the mantra and trying to chant was sitting close to Srila Prabhupada and uh, sorry, she was not having beats and she wanted to chant and when she saw me she asked uh, where can I find a beat so then I got the beats and then gave it to her and then she started to explain how I, I got a job and I was struggling hard <coughs> that's why I came to Tango to say uh, thanks I said okay um, now oh, you've done such a great thing, you've come to the temple, thank you. Uh, there you can chant, these are the beads. And because you are now starting a new direction in your life, you've got a new job. <coughs> Would you be <coughs> willing to take the knowledge by which you can manage yourself better so that you can do your job better? So that way I presented the Bhagavad Gita to her and then she said, no, 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 it's, uh, when I read the Gita I get too much confused, it's too hard for me. So then I turned the book around and said, see, uh, this is read by great people like Mahatma Gandhi and uh, slowly her reaction started to change and then I turned her direction to Prabhupada and said, look, in Melbourne, which is a busy city, you are able to come and experience a spiritual atmosphere here. You felt peaceful coming here, sitting down, and you felt inspired to chant just by hearing the uh, Kirtan. You have not seen Prabhupada personally, but here he is present in his Murti form. So, Please start to uh, express your gratitude by appreciating what he has done at the age of 70 he has come. Not to get from the West, but to give the spiritual knowledge to the West. So, a person who are averse to hearing spiritual topics, one of the ways I felt was to develop appreciation towards a high elevated spiritual person like Srila Prabhupada, so that their aversion to hearing spiritual topics slowly starts to change and they are personally experiencing something higher than what they are running after. Because she said she had an intense interview and uh, going through a lot of stress and then after coming here I said, 
who has created this kind of an oasis in the midst of a desert for you to come and experience the peace? She said, yes, he has done it. Now, people like Gandhi and others have appreciated him and here is the Srimad Bhagavad Gita as it is with meaning, translation, word-to-word explanation and purpose. You might have read a Gita which is just the verses. You might have done it as a matter of reciting some Sanskrit verses. You may not have understood what it means. But here is the authentic version, reading which many people have uh, experienced transformation in their lives. And that's why you see um, people from various countries coming and taking up this process. So, the point I'm trying to make is we must be able to present where the aversion is slowly starting to change towards appreciation and that's the biggest step. Where they are able to appreciate the saintly person, they are willing to <coughs> listen, And I asked her, like, how did you come here? Like, I said, yeah, I, I drove and uh, I came. So, I continued speaking to her. She, I started to tell her about when you started to learn driving a car. Did you learn it by yourself? Or, no, I had an instructor and there were so many controls. He told me. Similarly, um, although reading Bhagavad Gita and all that may be, difficult initially with a proper spiritual instructor with you and with illustrated pictures like this. And I told her, like, you're intelligent, you've got a job, you know, how your intelligence works, how you control yourself. Then showed her the picture with the horse, the soul, the driver, then the reins and the horses. So by now, she is able to appreciate what's in the Gita and then see the relevance. If you are able to manage yourself better, you can perform well in your job. And the same money, prestige that you are running after, that is also going to come, provided you control yourself better. You have good relationship with your superiors at work, equals and the juniors. So this book will uh, teach you how to do that. So when presented in that way, that slowly the aversion uh, starts to turn to appreciation and she herself, like she has experienced the um, blazing fire of the material world and she wants to have some peaceful place and here is the place. And uh, as always we ask for a small donation. Then she said, I didn't bring anything with me. No, I said, okay, we accept cars, we have a car. She didn't bring anything. So she promised that she would come back and pay me later, which she eventually did. So, firstly, uh, those who are running after material pleasure during the key events in their life, they tend to turn towards spirituality and at that time when it is presented in a way that the aversion slowly starts to change to appreciation, 
We're giving them the knowledge, we're giving them uh, what they want in terms of their senses. Because I told her to go upstairs and have prasadam, and she was very happy she had prasadam and then came home. And um, <coughs> so the senses which require some kind of gratification, we are giving a spiritual version of it. And she also took darshan of the deities, which also the personal form of the Lord, as described by Lord Shiva in the previous set of prayers, that the personal form of the Lord when seen, taking darshan, that satisfies your senses and gives a sense of satisfaction to you, which cannot be uh, experienced in the outside world. So she was able to see both the things side by side. And now it's up to her what choice she wants to make. Now the um, intelligence is starting to awaken and is able to compare these two, the blazing fire of the outside world and the peace and serenity experienced in this temple hall. So then the uh, intelligence, the spiritual intelligence actually gets awakened. awakened. This is one verse by you know, the Acharya Sampratam, Lapta Now I have been serving my senses for many, many lifetimes. Now my intelligence is awakened. So, it is our responsibility to create an environment where people come and awaken their spiritual intelligence, experience directly what it means to have a peaceful mind and controlled uh, senses, then get exposure to the personal form of the Lord. Thereby they are able to um, experience something higher which they have not experienced in the outside world. This knowledge as such has to be given out and also applied personally in our own life. When I was reflecting on this um, whole episode of Puranjana getting allured by the woman, I remember the episode of uh, Diti alluring Kashyapa. And that's the same, very similar, where uh, Diti will start to praise him, praise Kashyapa, and Kashyapa will also pacify her with the joking words. In that section, Prabhupada writes that although Kashyapa was doing religious, um, he was conducting some pious activities at home, and that fateful evening where he got allured by the sweet words of Diti where um, she will present very similar to what this lady is presenting with. You are a great person, you have such nice qualities, it is your duty to give me a child, you know that and Kashyap will also glorify you. Oh, a wife like you is like a fortress who can protect a husband and because of you I am able to... So, he will also um, praise her and gradually uh, his intelligence is becoming weaker. In that section Prabhupada writes that because Kashyapa was focusing on the impersonal aspect of the Lord, he was not able to 
withstand those allurements and he gave in. So a lesson to take personally for me, I felt that I need to focus more on the personal form of the Lord, meditate on that, chant uh, His glories, attentively glorifying His personal form, thereby uh, control the senses, redirect them and give them a positive spiritual uh, engagement. That way we can spiritualize the intelligence, then enable a spiritualize our mind and the senses and engage them in the service of the Lord. That way you're not only giving the knowledge to others, you're also personally applying and experiencing that uh, higher taste in your life because the uh, the senses require engagement, the intelligence requires proper engagement. By merely abstaining from sense activities, we are not completely purified. By positively engaging them, we get purified. So this way you apply it in your own life, you see the change and then with that inspiration you go out and share this knowledge with others. I'll stop there and see if there are any questions related to what we discussed today. Yes, any other questions relevant to this, what we discussed? Yeah. Thank you. Shilaprabhupada ki jai, Rasa Rasa